my friends in Louisville, Kentucky, where I started. I'm recognized all over the world now, but my greatness came and started in Louisville, Kentucky. And that's one of the greatest cities in America, Louisville, Kentucky. And I predict that Louisville, Kentucky will have another world champion. Because Louisville is the greatest! to episode 10 of the Louisville Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe Kelly, joined as always by my co-host, John Davis. We're back. We're back and We're better back. than ever. Yeah. It's good to be back. It's been a, a long time. So we haven't recorded a pod in, what, John? Like three months now? Because we recorded one in January. Did we really? Right after New Year's. And we were like, Oh man, it's time the year to, of the pod. The year of the pod. We're yeah. gonna do this every week. We're gonna be posting all kinds of stuff. That didn't happen. It did not. I apologize. So we are sorry. We we are two very busy individuals. I'm a full time college student and a full time employee. So it's difficult. It's mm-hmm. hard. And John's life is is extremely busy as well. Yeah. So it's hard for us to to do that. But the semester's almost over in school. And there is, uh, the summer is on the horizon, mm-hmm. and that'll lead to a lot of different opportunities for us to talk about cool things. So we're back. We're kind of calling the first nine episodes of the Louisville Culture Podcast, we're kind of calling those season one. Not necessarily because we're about to do all kinds of crazy and exciting things. Well, we are about to do exciting things, <laughs> but not because we're, we're necessarily doing a lot of different things with season two. There's just kind of a few minor changes that we're making to the pod that might make it a little bit more fresh and a little bit more exciting than it was in the past. That's true. So season two, this is the premiere of season two of Louisville Culture. That's right. And we're excited. We are excited. The weather's nice though. I'm yeah. excited. It's going to be really good. Uh, really good summer, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Although I'm worried because like since it didn't snow at all, uh, which I'm extremely mad about, but um, we went to the Louisville City game on Saturday, Hannah and I did, and she got sunburned. Wow. And that was perfect weather, man. Yeah. It's, but when you get sunburned in March, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. We've had such a mild winter here in the Ville. It's been crazy. So mad mad about it. We didn't really have any snow snow. Like I think we got flurries from time to time. Yeah, no, I think it only actually snowed like once, maybe. That's crazy. Yeah. (sighs) Wow. Which sucks because like if, if it would snow every single day ever, then I would, I would like that a lot. What, you like to go sledding? Yeah. Really? Yeah. John, I don't like I don't like when it snows. I don't like being trapped in my house. I don't like having to go into work when it snows. See, that's true. You're you're a little bit different because you do have to work every time it snows. Yeah. But if it didn't, you would like it. Yeah. Dude, really funny story. So last year when it snowed a whole lot, remember when we got that really big snow? Uh-huh. Dude, last year, two years ago, uh, at work, I looked across. This is when I worked at the Hurstbourne campus. Mm-hmm. I looked across the street, across Shelbyville Road, and in like the, you know where U of L's, Shelby Hurstbourne campuses yeah. in like the big lawn mm-hmm. area over there. 
this guy dressed as Kristoff from Frozen was filming a girl dressed as Anna singing, oh, or I'm sorry, Elsa uh, singing Let It Go. And, and these were two grown adults, and he was just filming her so intently. I mean, uh, that was the Frozen fever back then. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It had just everything, come out. Everybody everything was, was Frozen. Literally, but also because of the, because of the movie. <laughs> but also the movie yeah. saturated the culture. Absolutely. Man, it was crazy. I, um, so I grew up in J-Town, as you know, right? So every time it would snow... Um, everyone would always go down to, did he ever come down to the, the J-Town pool with us? No, and no, so, it had closed down already when we became friends. Well, so the, down at the, in J-Town, there was this old, um, like J-Town community pool that, that closed down, gosh, I don't know, 2000, no, 90, I don't know, long time ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> 2099. <laughs> uh, but on, so on the other side, so the, the pool was on the right hand side. And there was like a little like road parking lot thing. And then there was a um, on the other side of that there was a, a creek, and then there were these two really big hills. Um, at the top, there were like tennis courts and stuff up there. Uh, and every time it would snow, everybody would go down there, and you would <laughs> go down these hills, uh, and then you had to bail out really, really, really fast because the creek at the bottom you'll die. Um, and you thankfully it was small, but it was like just enough where if you fell in it, you would be miserable. Mm. So. Um, but that was the place to go, man. That was the place to go. I remember when we got that huge ice storm, um, what, like seven years ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, everybody was like, oh yeah, we're going to go, we're going to go sledding. But of course it was like an inch of ice on top of the snow. So mm-hmm. you would go and then you just like kind of s- just sink into the snow didn't work. and then you just eat it down the rest of the Yeah, it didn't work, unfortunately. Yeah. Unless, I guess if you had like the rail sleds, it might work a little better That's true. then. But I always had the cheap plastic yeah. ones you could buy from. We just used trash can lids. Oh, wow. So you were extremely cheap. Yeah. Either, that, either that or just like air mattresses or something. Wow. Oh, that's probably fun. Mattresses. It was really fun. Did I you never... ever go to um, like um, Cherokee Park and go sledding at Cherokee Park? No, I've never been, I've never been sledding there. <sighs> that's an experience. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Sure it is. Did you ever go skiing with school when we would take those school trips? Um, no. Or snowboarding? You never not. did any of that. I never went up to pay- Palo. Was a death trap, so we never, we never, <laughs> we never really went up there. People got hurt all the time. Oh yeah, people got really hurt really every hurt. time. Remember Tyler? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People got really hurt. <laughs> Some people almost died. Yeah. <laughs> That's but crazy. every year we got to go back. Got to go back to Palo. <laughs> hey, I don't know, I don't people know why pay we, the money. That's true. I don't know why we didn't just go to Perfect North. It was only like half an hour farther. Is it a lot safer? It's nicer. Huh? Paoli. Huh? Oh, well. Oh, well. Anyway, all that is to say, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, all that is to say, uh, welcome to spring. <laughs> We're back. Welcome to springtime in the Ville. We've got some exciting stuff coming with the podcast this summer. Uh, keep your eye out for that. John, let's go ahead and get into our favorite segment of the show. What's that? The news and the notes. Oh, news and notes, man. John, we've got some good stuff going on this upcoming week. And, you know, a couple of these actually have already happened. So let's go ahead and kick this off, man. So back in January, Uh I received news on my Facebook feed that a coffee shop that is very near and dear to my heart, and not necessarily because this coffee shop ever did anything for me or because it was super unique or anything like that. It was just kind of cool to have in the area I was in. And I was re- so I was really upset when this coffee shop closed, and that is the Louisville Coffee Company. I had some really good frappuccinos there, John. Really? Really good frappuccinos. It was very convenient. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm going to tear up. 
<laughs> no, it, it was uh, no, it was it was a nice little place. Yeah, it was. I liked how they had those little side rooms in the back, mm-hmm. or those extra rooms in the back where people could hang out. Yeah, it was cool, and they did like the the singer songwriter nights. I never went or to the one open of those. mic nights. They were cool. Really, they were cool. Every time I went in there, it was like eleven o'clock in the morning, and I was the only person there. So, mm. yeah, they never. The busiest I ever saw it was during Gaslight Festival. Which That's true. Obviously, I mean everybody's right there. That's true. So, but outside of that, I never really saw a lot of people there, and I never really got incredible service there. Mm. So, look, I'm not saying it was bad service, but it was just kind of mediocre for yeah. a coffee shop. Yeah. Typically, you expect like. Really good service sure. for your barista. Sure. And it was never anything over the top for me. Hmm. Interesting. So. When did they actually close? I think it was mid-January. Really? I think so. Is there anything there now? Not right now. No, there's nothing there right now. Um, this comes from January 21st. Louisville Coffee Company posted this on their website. This is sad, man. As many of you may already be aware, we have closed the coffee shop permanently. We tried our hardest. This is sad. We tried our hardest to make it work and have struggled to keep it open this long. Unfortunately, we were never able to generate enough business to pay the bills. We thank you all, or we thank all of you for being faithful customers and friends. We will miss you, but hope to see you again soon. Hmm. That's really sad. That is sad. That really tugs on my heartstrings, man. So Louisville Coffee Company's gone. But there's now, beer next door now, so yeah. But third turn's right there, and yeah. third turn is thriving like crazy. It is. It's crazy, man. We went there on, um, oh man, um, a couple weekends ago. Hannah and I went there, and we played some games. Like my, my like some of my other family members went up there, and we just hung out and played some games and stuff. If you go during like the afternoon, um, it's nice. There are not that many people there. You can hang out, get a table, and play games. They have cards against humanity now, so. Mm. We played that. Um, it's really fun, though, man. But if you go at night or and there's, like, basketball on or something like that, that place is hopping. See, I've only been in the in the evenings. Really? And every night I, I've been I've been on Monday nights, I've been on Tuesdays, and I've been on weekends. Mm-hmm. And it is packed out no matter what night of the week you yeah. go on, which is really awesome. Yeah. So it's nice to see that that – because if anything, I would have thought Louisville Coffee Company would have thrived and third term might have struggled a little bit just because I feel like there's so many breweries in – yeah, which there's so many coffee shops though. But you gotta think about well. it. In J Town, there's nothing like that in J Town. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, there's nothing at all. But it's yeah, it's it's blowing up, man. Do you know that you can reserve tables there? No, I did not know that. Yeah, you can call ahead and you can reserve a table. Third turn's the bomb, man. Yeah, it's third awesome. turn is the bomb. It's really really cool. Yeah, it's a good place just to go and chill, and all the, everybody's super friendly. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody is so nice. That guy we talked to that night. Yeah. Part owner, I don't remember his name, but he was incredibly friendly. Yeah. Showed us the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. He's a cool guy. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool, man. Um, during the summer too, because across the street from that, they're opening up that like sand volleyball place too. Uh, That's the summer have you that seen it's that? opening up. I haven't seen any construction on it or anything. Really? Um, yeah, it's like right. Do you know where that gas station Domino's is? Right. Uh, it's, it's like across the right street. Across the street. Right. Yeah, it's gonna be like an outdoor sand volleyball thing. That's probably gonna have like a you know, like a grill pub thing attached to it. So that'll be nice. Yeah, that's out. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Gaslight is going to be insane down there. Seriously, though, between that, Rec Bar, and, yeah. and Third Turn. I try to stay away from Gaslight nowadays, though. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I mean, it's just gone downhill. So, <laughs> you know, I tried to... What, are you saying you're scared for your life yeah, when you go into Gaslight? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. We went. We also went. finally went to Rec Bar. Nice. Did you like for it? For the first time? Yeah, man. It was, it was fun. Um... It was fun. I think it'll be 
more fun to go because we just went to play games. Um, and I'm more of like a and play ping pong. It's cool you can play ping pong for free, which is mm-hmm. cool. Um, but I'm more of like kind of the ski ball and and like like basketball shooting kind of games. Chuck E. Right? Cheese, yeah, kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. More of a more of a main event kind of guy. Right. Um, it's the like antique arcade stuff is really really cool, mm-hmm. but it's not really like I wouldn't go and hang out just to play like forty different types of pinball. Right. So. But if it's like someone who like uses that as like nostalgia, like 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 someone that's older who kind of grew up with with that, that would be really really cool. See, they need to get Rec Bar needs to get the. Do you remember that old Star Wars trilogy arcade game that they used to have at like Chuck E. Cheese? And I think that they have. I don't think they have it at main event. Is that the one that had like the the little like turret thing that you would shoot? Yeah, you would shoot out of the you would shoot out of the the joystick. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was like it started off. You were on Hoth. And were the you in a Tie Fighter? You were no. Uh, you were in an X Wing. Oh right, right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Come on, John. Get your Star yeah, Wars ships no, right, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was so similar to that. Was it, was, it an X Wing or was it a Y Wing? I think you were sometimes in both. I know it was an X Wing for at least. What was part the of one it. that was? What was the one that actually like would shoot the, shoot the cable, that, that took, took down the. Oh, that. The that's like the snow speeder. Um, I don't remember the exact name of it on Hoth. But yeah, you're in one of those. Yeah, yeah you're in one of those to start the game off. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I wish that they had that because that's like that. That game is so nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my favorite games. It's like the original Battlefront. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, essentially. Gosh, that was a good game. It was a really good game. They ruined that thing. So, John, today is what'd you say? I said they ruined they ruined the Battlefront. <laughs> I know, man. It's so dude, salty. Okay. About it. I'm like, so Gosh. real quick. So I bought a PS4. Yeah, I'm still mad at you about it. I bought a dude. I thought you had a PlayStation. No, 4. that's why I told you get an Xbox. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I bought a PS4 and then I bought the I bought a few games. One uh-huh. of them was Battlefront. Mm. Dude, that game's trash. Why did you buy it? Because I had never I had seen walkthroughs of it online, but oh. I had never played it. Yeah. So I bought it and I was like, well, I'll just see for myself how how uh, how I like this game. First of all, there's like nothing to do. There's no single player. There's no single player. There's nothing. Like, why would you make that game when... Because, yeah. look, the first Battlefront, and, and even the second one, but the first one in particular, that's one of my favorite PlayStation games of all time. Yeah. And it has such a great campaign mode. Yeah. It has such an exciting split-screen mode. Yeah. And then this, it's just trash. Yeah. What was the uh, Galactic Conquest? Galactic, Galactic Conquest was, the, was, was so fun, thing. man. That was so yeah, fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... The game is total crap. I don't know. I've heard rumors that for, like, the second one, they're going to have, like, a campaign thing in it which whatever and I'm not a huge fan of the dice game engine anyways I just don't like how it looks um, but yeah it was it was horrible I, I, I didn't buy it yeah it was on um, EA Access because I have EA, EA Access nice um, so I just played it and I was like I just can't because I don't like it's one of those games where like you have to really enjoy playing Battlefield Online. Like, you have to enjoy playing Battlefield Online, Call of Duty Online, and, like, that's solely what you do, and, like, that's not me. Like, I don't I don't enjoy that. I want to play a solid single-player campaign mode. Yeah. That's what I really wanted to be able to do on that game, and Dude, I can't. You, you should return it. I'm thinking about it. You should return it and get Ghost Recon. Is it really good? Yeah. Yeah, I need it's to really get that. Fun. Although, it is more fun if you have, if you, if you have someone you can... Well, that's not true. Well, if you have someone you can play with, it's really, really fun. 
but it's it's pretty fun on its own. Nice. It's open world. It's open world. It's huge. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I need to get it. Yeah, dude, I love my PlayStation. I love it so much. Dude, you know I'm a PlayStation guy. I, know. I couldn't go with the Xbox, man. I had to go with PlayStation. Could have played GTA. Could have played. Could have gone with us. We could have made some beautiful music together, yeah. John. Could have. Um, could have started started our own Rooster Teeth and. Oh man, that would have been fun. But that's fifteen. <laughs> that's our own so achievement good. hunter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nobody that's would watch good, that. Man. John, oh, man. you are a. We both are a big fan of WFPK. Yeah. I love 919 WFPK. Definitely my favorite radio station, and they do some really cool things in the community. Mm-hmm. They were they were really big in supporting Sojourn back when Sojourn would do all their concerts yeah. uh, down at the Midtown Good campus. Yeah, well, Brooks and I mean they used to have all kinds of bands come in when yeah. they were at the nine thirty, and then uh, shout out to the Leo. Uh, the Leo kind of ruined all that for everyone. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Long story, um, but anyway, WFPK was really really cool, and uh, and they still are. And they just announced their Waterfront Wednesday lineup. Yep. And yep. I must say, it's pretty solid. There's some, there's a couple people who I think have been here before. Like I'm pretty sure Pokey Lafarge has been, uh, has played a Waterfront Wednesday show. White Horse has before. I'm White Horse sure. has. Um, so these are some good bands, man. This is a solid lineup. I mean, yeah. this is a really solid lineup. Um, several of these I, I have never heard of before in my life. Yeah, me either. I would have liked to have seen a couple of other. I mean, are, are any of these guys local? Are any these guys local bands? Um, yeah, I was reading through some of them, and there are a few of, of them um, that I read about that that were, um, if not currently local, like they grew up here. Um, but off the top of my head, I could not remember. I couldn't remember who they are. Let me say this real quick before we start talking about that. If anybody's listening to this and doesn't know what Waterfront Wednesday is, where have you been? But WFPK <laughs> puts on WFPK puts on an event at the end of every month during the summer. I think it's from April to October or April to September. September. April to September. It used to be from like March to October. So yeah. there were some shows where yeah. you were freezing out there. Yeah. But yeah, so it's so it's a concert series that they do from April to September. It's the last Wednesday of every month, and they just have these really cool bands who they feature on their radio station throughout throughout the year. They have a lot of these guys in, and uh, and they put on a cool show. And there's like all these different places for you to walk up and down uh, down there on the waterfront, and uh, you can go up on the walking bridge and listen to bands play on the walking bridge. There's there's so many cool things you can do hmm. at Waterfront Wednesday. So. I love this. This is one of my favorite events that Louisville does. Yeah. Love Waterfront Wednesday. It's going to be so cool this year, too, because now the majority of all that construction is done down there, so you don't have all, yeah. that, all that mess. That was a mess last yeah. summer, dude. Yeah. I mean, we waited in traffic because we made... I mean, we never get there early enough to park really close. Sure. So, I mean, we, we made the decision to, to go and then try and pass by, like get on River Road and pass by the where they play the show, mm-hmm. where it's on you know the right-hand side, and then try and get to, like, 64 from downtown. Mm-hmm. And never again we'll make, make that decision. Yeah. Just do a U-turn on River Road, dude. You just got to go down to 71, man. That's yeah. the way to go. But, uh, yeah, I think – I think I haven't talked to Hannah about it yet, but I think for this season – this season, this year, um, I think I'd like to go early and, and park down there, then maybe walk across to, to Jeff and then – because Jeff is opening a bunch of really cool stuff down there, like right, um, like right off the walking bridge. Um, I know they have a bunch of new restaurants and stuff. They're putting them in like a cool. like an ice cream place, and there's some breweries and stuff that are opening up down there as well. It's a perfect location. Oh for yeah, it. it's awesome. Um, so I think 
that would be really cool to park, get there really early, early and park and then walk over and get some food and stuff. Then we can walk back over and watch the show. That'd be nice. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Then you're not paying those expensive prices for, you know, like the food trucks and stuff that show up. And Right. Honestly, and they're really not even that great, the food trucks. Yeah. <laughs> they're kind of a ripoff. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. And that just that location, man, is so perfect mm-hmm. for shows. And do you ever get really nervous that somebody's going to do something crazy there one time? Like shoot up the place? <laughs> like shoot the place up? Because <laughs> I think about that all the time. I probably dude. will this year because it's been so bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah. In fact, just just tonight while we've been recording this podcast, John's gotten two notifications on his phones about like murders yeah. and amber alerts yeah. that have oh, been going gosh. on in the Louisville area. It's ridiculous. So hopefully, hopefully we'll have another hopefully, safe hopefully, yeah. waterfront hopefully Wednesday. Not. And I think all that kind of st- all that stuff kind of blew over. I remember, like last beginning of last year, there was all that stuff with all the kids running around. Oh man, waterfront and all that stuff. I think that's all mostly over. So I hope so. Yeah, and I mean, with that sheer amount of people. Yeah. I think be okay. Yeah, I think so too. Either way, we'll just protect our women and run. That's so, right, man. Yeah. That's right. Women, women and children first, dude. That's right. Um, I love this event. This is so fun. I discovered John, my favorite band of all time, at Waterfront Wednesday, the Lone Bellow. That's right. That'd be crazy. They've blown up since then. It's been crazy. Yeah, it's been crazy. I still like Head and the Heart better than the Lone Bellow. That's insane, John. How yeah. do you like the Head and the Heart more than the I Lone do. Bellow? I do. You're a madman. You've never seen the Lone Bellow live before, though. I've not, right? or the Head and the Heart live. See, I think if you saw the Lone Bellow live, you'd be like, okay, yeah, they're they're far superior. Maybe. But you know who they don't beat, though? Yeah. Mumford's so. <laughs> Mumford, dude. Dude, if I... Didn't Mumford play a Waterfront Wednesday back no, several it, years it wasn't ago? No, it wasn't a Waterfront Wednesday. It was um, one of the... Oh, whatever the um, Derby Festival shows... Okay. But it was like 35,000 people that went to that thing. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. Wow. But they're playing at the Yum Center in like a couple months. You going to go? I don't know. Tickets are expensive. Of course they are. I know. But that's like... Nobody's going to... Mumford's not going to charge $10. They're too good for that. Dude, I've told you, if uh, if I had to choose one show to go to for the rest of my life, if I could only go to one show, I'd go to Mumford's. Mumford? Mumford? Mumford's good, man. Yeah. They are? I can't, hey, I can't, look, I can't combat that. That's, That's good. They're a good band. Man, I'm excited. I don't even think I'm going, but I'm just excited with the prospect that I might have the opportunity to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going, but just knowing the opportunities there, I'm yeah, stoked. Excited. Just knowing they'll, they'll be here. Uh, maybe I'll just like just sit outside of the, the stadium and, and listen and, or the arena and just listen to, listen, see if I can hear that. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing, man. Yeah, I'm sure. Pretty much the same thing. I'm sure. You must pay $90 a ticket or $110 a ticket. Right, right. John, this is a good lineup. Uh, who are you most anticipating out of these out of these bands and artists? You know, man, I'm not sure. Um, mainly because I haven't listened to a lot of these people in a while. Um, White Horse is good. White Horse is good. Um, so I, I really want to go to the, to the first one because it's Murder by Death and, and White Horse, and they're both really, really good. Um... I don't know, though. I don't, you know, I don't know. Ooh, White Reaper. I forgot about White Reaper. They're good, too. I really like I really like the Mavericks a lot. Yeah? Mavericks are really good. Yeah, I'm probably most most excited for them. I just wish, man, I wish, I wish, remember Dave Moisson played a show like three years ago mm-hmm. at Water for Wednesday? I would love if Dave got another shot. Oh, Dave. He's too, you know what, he's probably too big for Water for Wednesday now. Yeah. Dave's too big for that. 
Dave's playing shows in like New York now. Man, I saw him in uh, Quills not too long ago, and I walked up and I was like, "Hey, Dave!" And I felt bad because I think he was just about to like call somebody. <laughs> um, and I was like, "Hey, Dave!" And I was telling, looked like an idiot, but I was, I was talking about the podcast and stuff. And uh, and he was like, "Oh, cool, yeah, just just let me know, whatever." And um, and then I was like, "All right, cool." And then I turned around and Hannah sat down like right next to him. So oh, it was one of those things. Where it's one of those things. We like, all right, bye, bye, and then you like sit right next to him. That's like, oh, horrible. I can't. Like, I can't say I've ever experienced that, but that sounds terrible. Oh, it was so awkward. <laughs> I think he he was so awkward that he got up and like he got up and left like two minutes later, and I think that was the reason why. Oh, John, he was so awkward. what have you done? What I have know. you done, man? I think I just ruined it. But, oh well. Oh well. Oh well. He's a busy guy. Maybe it was just that. John, let's talk about. I didn't, you know, I didn't even think about this, what? but we have to talk about this. What? So speaking of just downtown and the waterfront, that uh-huh. whole area, my mind immediately thinks to the Yum Center. Yeah. And the Yum Center, I immediately think of the Louisville Cardinals. Oh, gosh. Dude, we we collapsed again, man. Just like in football. Just like football, John. Hey, all I can say is that we lived up to the expectation that we had at the beginning of the season. That's true. You know what? And if you go back and listen to, I can't remember which episode it is, but if you listen to one of our earlier mm-hmm. episodes of this podcast, we actually said, I don't think this year is going to be good. It's not. It wasn't. And, well, I mean, we were a two seed, so we had a solid season. But, no, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Michigan was playing super well. Of course, yep. they're out now. They were playing super well at the time. And, look, I'm okay with losing to them, but... Still, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks, dude. On, I mean, we lost because of free throws. <laughs> and, and Free throws and missed dunks. Yeah. What was that? Oh, my God. Honest Mahmood. He's, like, taller than every man on the planet, that was, and he can't dunk the ball. It happened, like, four times in two games. If, you're so, if you are seven feet tall or over, you should be able to dunk and never miss. And never miss. Yeah. That should be no problem for you. And out of, like, I don't think he's done that all season long. And, like, twice in the tournament, that's embarrassing. Embarrassing. Well, I guess four times in the tournament, that's embarrassing. I don't know how it happens, man. No, whatever. Do you watch the, do you watch the Kentucky game? Yes. <laughs> I watched the end of it, and I was, oh, man. That was crazy. Yeah, it was, it was a great finish, yeah. a great finale. Could not have ended any better because Kentucky fans were so salty after that, <sighs> and it was so funny, and it was so wonderful. And, look, Tip your hats to to Kentucky. They put together a great season. Mm-hmm. A lot of those kids are really young. Of course, they're all about to go and make millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, when people are sharing these videos where their players are crying over the team yeah. and over the result, I get that, and that's a nice sentiment. But here's the thing. They're about to leave your university to go and make millions of dollars because that's what's more important to them, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying I think it's funny how a lot of – Kentucky fans, yeah. Duke fans. I mean, those are really the two mm-hmm. the two schools that get a lot of the one and dones. I just love how they're so, you know, wrecked over. Oh man, look, these kids have such great hearts, but then they're just using your school to get to the NBA. Yeah, it's just kind of humorous to me. Man, I saw someone posted something on Facebook today that was a picture of the the Dead Sea, and I was like, this is the saltiest place on earth. <laughs> um, after Lexington, of course. It was really, really funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was funny. That's awesome. Yeah. No, man. That was a great game. Uh, what was the name of the North Carolina? I saw the North Carolina player like went to his 8 a.m. class. Did you see Did that? Did he really? Yeah. He, so the, the day after, he was at his 8 a.m. class, and like the, the whole class gave him like a standing ovation Jeez. and everything. 
Um, can you imagine? Can you imagine being like a true freshman um, and like in school? And let's say that you like win, you win the win the tournament, right? And then you go to class the next day, like as a true freshman, and you like the the biggest celebrity. On campus. It'd be insane. Big boy on campus. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Like think about that. Like a 17, 18 year old. That's freshman, right? Usually. Yeah. 18, uh, 18, 18, 19. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Whatever. How do you handle that kind of that kind of hype and that kind of insanity? Mm-hmm. Do you think that there are people that do their school for them? Yeah, of course. Or or in the case of North Carolina, they put made up classes on there. Do they do that? Yeah. Yeah, that's like what the whole North Carolina investigation has been about for the last like five years. Really? Yeah, that they were, I think it might have been in some cases they were having people take tests for them. Mm. Or maybe that was John Calipari when he was at Memphis. I can't remember. Cal's had some sketchy stuff at yeah. at Memphis and UMass. But yeah, um, yeah, that's been like the whole thing with North Carolina, dude, is they've they've been just making stuff up. So that's a crazy situation. But anyway, John, basketball season is over for Louisville fans. Mm. It ended way earlier than I thought it would, probably than you thought it would. Yeah. What do you think we're going to get hit by for the, from the uh, NCAA? Man, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. After seeing they rejected Louisville's defense, yeah. I was reading something that apparently there's a, a solid chance we might get the 2013 title taken away. Dang, for real? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really, I really don't want the title to be taken away, dog. Yeah, that would suck. I mean that is that's the most incredible U of L moment in my life. Yeah. Them winning that championship. Yeah. Because prior to that we hadn't won a chip since '86. Yeah. So, I'm really nervous it's going to get taken away. Do you think they're going to fire him, Ricky? Yeah. I don't think so. I think if they were going to, he would have been fired already. That's true. But anyway, it's just you know such a messy situation. Mm. All of that. He were going to get like a multi-year um, tournament ban. I'm hoping it's just going to be Rick gets suspended for some games. Mm. But Pull a Grayson Allen on See, I don't... Yeah, <laughs> right. See, I don't know, though, because, I mean, they said that it wasn't lack of institutional control. They said that it was lack of monitoring Andre McGee. Yeah. Which I think is dumb. I think it's dumb, too. Because here... Okay, here's my thing with the Andre McGee situation. People who were saying, oh, Rick knew or Rick should have known. Okay, well, maybe, but here's the thing. You have multiple coaches and analysts who have been in that position. Yeah. And literally multiple coaches have gone on record and said, I don't know everything that happens behind the scenes at my, uh, with, with my organization. I don't yeah. know everything that happens. Yeah. And, and it's a case where Rick trusted Andre McGee, which he shouldn't have, yeah. but he didn't know that. Everything he knew about Andre McGee was that he was a good dude. Yeah. He trusted the wrong person and he got stabbed in the back. It's mm-hmm. not Rick's fault that he didn't know every single thing about it. And I find it really interesting as well that the only people who actually believe that Rick Pitino knew about everything that was happening are Kentucky fans. Yeah. Every single person who isn't biased says, no, Rick didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. He suspends his players if they're five minutes late to practice. Yeah. You really think that a Hall of Fame coach needs strippers to lure recruits yeah. To come and play for him? That's absurd. Of course, people are going to say that that he, you know, suspended him from the game to kind of cover himself. But, but see, think, he's I always think, been that way. Yeah, I think Rick's always been like that. He's always suspended players if they're late for practice or if they stay out past curfew or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Because he's he's weird like that. But anyway, man, it's so sad. Yeah. I'm, I'm very sad about that situation. I'm sad that we couldn't somewhat make up for it with a 
not necessarily a title, but if we could if we could have made the final four, that would mm-hmm. have very much uh, kind of soothed some yeah. of the wounds that have been torn back up since the NCAA released there. Yeah, thing. it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. But. we'll see. It'll be all good. Basketball season's over, but you know what's not over, John? What's that? It's baseball season. Baseball season is just about to be underway, mm. and I am pumped. You're not a baseball fan. No. You like going to games, though, right? Or am I making that up? I like funnel cakes. <laughs> so you like going to games and eating. Yeah. You like the food yeah. you can get at no, baseball games. that's not true. Games. I mean, I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's enjoyable to go to games, I think. Um, but, I mean, if you're a four-hour-long Baseball game is a long time. See, but they're they're starting to trim back the time a little bit with some of the new rules that they've implemented. Yeah. Well, you you want to get that in. Well, who knows? I mean, okay. So for me, my only recent experience of going to baseball games is with Hannah. So how do I say this? So (laughs) Hannah is a raging um, St. Louis fan. Um, uh, yes, I know. And I, I do mean raging <laughs> um, because she will get very angry. So we went to we went to Cincinnati two years ago, maybe, two, three years ago. I went to, went, went to a game. Um, but she gets very, very worked up about it. And, of course, for me, like, I, I mean, I don't get worked. I mean, I'll get really worked up at soccer games, but for baseball, like, <laughs> it's literally America's pastime. So it's not like, you know. Whatever. It's America's favorite pastime, yeah. John. Yeah, but it's literally to pass the time. So, <laughs> you know, so whatever. But no, it's enjoyable, I guess. Yeah, I like, love it. I, I hate, there's nothing worse than watching like a no hitter or something because that's just. Those can be boring. That's yeah. Boring. Those can be boring. Yeah. No, I agree with that. But, you know, whatever. Baseball is back, and the Reds and the Bats are. I was about to say the bags. The bags. <laughs> uh, this, touch the bag. <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah. The Cincinnati Reds and the Louisville Bats are hosting an exhibition game between the two of them this Friday, March thirty first. That is at six p.m. And the tickets are $17 a piece, which is a little pricey. But if you're one of the first 5,000 fans there, you receive a free Adam Duvall bobblehead. Bobblehead. Yes, bobblehead night. Adam Duvall is coming off a monster rookie season. You might be able to sell that thing someday and make a lot of money off of it. Man. So keep that in mind. They're going to crush the bats. Probably so. I've never been been to a bats game where they have won. (laughs) <laughs> I know. Have you ever, the bats you always ever lose. No, I mean, I have, yes. Really? Okay. But for a long time there, I was in the same boat where yeah. they never won. And you're just like, what is happening? Yeah. It's ridiculous because they, they turn out some really good players. Like, I mean, that, I mean, Cincinnati pulls some really good players from them. That's how we, we have to develop players out of AAA, yeah. out of Louisville, because... We don't. Cincinnati doesn't have the money yeah. to buy big talent, so yeah. we have to develop guys like Joey Votto, like uh, Adam Dunn back in the day. Mm. Um, what's his name? Um, the who's the the pitcher? I can't even remember. Throws really fast. Why am I <laughs> totally blanking on the this? Uh, pitcher? <laughs> anyway, yeah, no. Louisville has 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 bred some really good baseball players. Yeah. For so, Cincinnati. what's the size? What's the field size difference. Aroldis Chapman, by the way, is the name of the pitcher. It just came okay. into my head. Gosh, I can't think. So from from like, a, let's say from like the Cincinnati field, what's the difference in the size of the, the field in Cincinnati to, to ours? 
That's a good question. I don't know the or exact is difference. Is there a size and difference between there's Major a, League and, and... There's a significant difference. Okay. Yeah. And not even just... Obviously, the stadiums are enormous in yeah, comparison. Yeah, but like but field size. Field size, there's definitely a, a pretty... I mean, maybe not a pretty big difference, but hmm. no. Great American Ballpark is... The field is definitely bigger than the, the field of play. Because I feel like they're just going to be just cracking out of the park all day. Yeah, yeah. Especially if... If somebody has been playing in the MLB and they get hurt and they start coming yeah. back up through the minors in rehab. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good question, but I'm excited for this, man. Is it a series or just one game? I think it's just the one game. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was just a one series game. for some reason. No, I'm pretty sure it's just the one game. Oh, okay. I'm not for sure. But let me see here. Yeah, it is just the one game. So, hmm. Anyway, baseball is back and it's in full swing. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited. I love baseball, and I'm excited for the upcoming season. What's your favorite thing about going to a minor league game? To a minor league game? Yeah. To a minor league game, it would probably just be the overall atmosphere. Because, I mean, the talent is... There's a considerable drop-off between that and the majors. Sure. So, for me, it's not necessarily the players, unless, like I said, a player has been hurt, and he's working his way back up through the minors to yeah. get back on onto, uh, to the majors. But... So for me, it's not the players. It's more just the atmosphere. It's uh, hanging out with people. It's talking about the players, talking about the game, uh, enjoying a good hot dog, drinking a beer. Like It's just all these different things, mm-hmm. the smell of the ballpark. It's all these different things that culminate into this beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. I do. I love going to bats games, even really? though the talent is is not... Mediocre you know, at best. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's mediocre, which I say I can never do what these guys are doing. But yeah, in comparison to the majors, yes. Hey, at least it's a triple A, you know. Can you imagine how much it would suck to play like single A baseball? Man, yeah. I mean, here's the You'd thing. You'd have to have like a part-time job or something. Probably. They make no money, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it's extreme. I actually looked it up one time, and it kind of depends person to person. Sure. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a situation where... You know, you're you're playing just because it's the game you love. You're not just yeah. and you're you have a dream of yeah. maybe you'll make the majors one day. Huh. But I mean, a lot of those guys, it doesn't happen. Yeah, because it's you know majors. It's a 25 man roster. Yeah. Like it's hard to isn't get it, on a isn't team. Isn't like the hardest sport to to make it big in or whatever. Probably so. I mean, dude, baseball is a tough sport, dude. It's tough. Like all the every little thing that goes into it. It's crazy. Except running, because you don't really run. Uh, I, you know what? That's true. But it's such a game of strategy and technique That's that true. you have got to be flawless in so many different areas yeah. to make a team and to be good mm-hmm. on a team. I feel like I'm going to get a lot of flack from UK fans and from baseball fans on this episode. <laughs> you are? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to get more flack from UK fans yeah. than you are because I'm saying some pretty offensive things yeah. on here. <laughs> oh, man. Man, good times. Yeah. Have you um, seen any movies recently? You went to, go, you went to Beauty and the Beast, right? Yeah, I went and saw Beauty and the Beast. It was good. Um, check out my Barabbas podcast to listen oh, to yeah. my review. Um, yeah, it's good. We went and saw Life, oh, which was, was going on. Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the Alien movie. Yeah. Pretty good. It's it's extremely similar to the very first Alien. Really? Uh, the Ridley Scott film. Yeah, yeah. very, very good. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, Rachel and I enjoyed it. That just came out, right? Yeah, came out last weekend. Hmm. Yeah, we enjoyed that. Nice. You see the trailer for Spider-Man today? I did. What'd you think? 
and for and people look, forgive us. I haven't seen John in a while, so part of this episode is just us catching up yeah, yeah. <laughs> and talking about stuff. Um, no, man, I think I think it looks cool. Of course, I mean, I I love the Avengers universe, so it's. I mean, it's going to be pretty heavy Iron Man for what it looks like. Right, but I like. I mean, I I like the character. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Do you like what's his name? Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's good. No, I do. I really do like him. He's a he's a good actor. Um, I'm just kind of just Marvel in general, man. I'm just kind of done with a lot of the basic formulaic stuff. I just want to see something completely new. And Spider Man is a very different superhero, uh-huh. I think. So I'm excited to see their take on him. Yeah. But just after seeing Logan, which is in my opinion one of the greatest comic book movies ever made. Yeah. And after, and even after seeing the trailer for Justice League, like I just want to see Marvel kind of start branching out. What? What's that look? You're not excited about the new about Justice, Justice League? League? Dude, it no. looks sick. What? It no. looks great. Dude, that's going to flop so hard and you know it. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It might flop critically, but people are going to pay a lot of money to go and see that movie, just like they did for Batman v Superman, just like they did for Suicide Squad. I'm really excited. And, and I'm not going to get my hopes up too much. Because Batman v Superman was a disaster, and so was Suicide Squad. Yeah. But I think that that movie looks really freaking good, and so does Wonder Woman. That looks really good. Really, I think it does. I don't know, man. Justice League. Okay, this here's the thing, though. So far, and also based off their shows and everything like that, DC cannot pull together a group movie or a a group concept. They cannot write good group products i agree with that so like their tv shows and stuff they're just not written well they don't flow well in the movies they don't flow well yeah no i i look so far what we've gotten with with batman v soups yeah. and with suicide squad it was a disaster yeah which i don't understand why they made suicide squad before justice league it doesn't really make it sense. it doesn't make sense why would you save the world with them and not save the world with also why are they fighting aliens <laughs> hey why do the avengers always fight aliens well, because who else are they going to fight? Well, who else are Justice League? Okay, who else is Justice League okay, going to fight? But, but here's my thing: <laughs> is that I'm, I'm very, very biased towards Marvel. Yes, so, I know you so, are. You love everything Marvel puts that's out. That's not true. I, I, I don't like their TV stuff. Yeah, I heard Iron Fist is terrible. Yeah. Maybe we should do but cinematic stuff. I like this segment. We should do a what we're watching segment of the podcast. Yeah. This is the what we're watching segment. Mine's going to be about the same every time though, because they usually just watch the same things. What are you on right now? What are you watching? Parks and Rec again. Parks and Rec, you're making the the go round? Yeah. Again. What season are you in? I don't remember. Four. Okay. Three or four. So you're like in the prime? I mean, of course, like I've watched it like 18 times all the way through, right? But, you know. Have we had the Office versus Parks and Rec discussion? I don't know. What's your your take? Um, I think we've talked about this. A little bit, but for for me, I think I like Parks and Rec more because it has more likable characters. I agree, completely agree. Um, the Office has some really big misses in characters. Yeah. Phyllis. Yeah, I don't really like Meredith. Yeah, um, some of the like, who else? Yeah, um, which is stuff. Ryan to becomes really stupid. Yeah, he's doucher. But it, but like it's. It's hard to say because The Office was like the staple yeah. show, right? So, um, I mean, just for years and years and years and years. It was like, that was the show everybody watched was right. The Office. And you can't really say the same for Parks and Rec. No. I feel like it has not been. Parks and Rec kind of has more of a cult following now. Yeah. Um, but I love that show. It's and so it funny. And it is more consistent, like consistently funny than The Office was. I agree. After season one, because season one, 
so like I watch a lot of like behind the scenes stuff on everything that I watch because I'm just like that one of those guys. Um, but do you know that after season one of Parks and Rec, it got rejected for like when they submitted season one, they were like, we're not gonna we're not gonna make this. Wow, and then, really? And then um, they're like, okay, well we also rewrote season two. We'll let you read read through season two because if you watch season one of Parks and Rec and then watch season two, like the characters are completely different. Hmm. So like for instance, one of the biggest ones is Nick Offerman. So like Ron Swanson's character, um, just the way that that Nick plays Ron and like his interests and things like that, they're completely different. Same mm. thing for Leslie. You know, Leslie is a very, very, her character throughout the whole show is a very, very smart, um, you know, mature or whatever character. In season one, she is like the blonde, ditzy, you know, girl. So, mm-hmm. um they kind of rewrote it, everything, and and wait, but the way that they integrate it at the end of season one, because that's why there were only six episodes in season one, is because it didn't get, get did not get um, picked up. Hmm. So, which is crazy, because you look at how good the show ended up being. Yeah. How many seasons? Six seasons? S- uh, seven. Seven seasons. I think it was seven. Yeah. 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 Great show. Great show. Yeah. I we're on Better Call Saul right now, really? season two, because we well we finished the first season of Better Call Saul back in uh like the summer mm-hmm. but then they just put season two on netflix and so nice. we've been we've been watching through that i love i love breaking bad and i mean that's really why i love better call saul as yeah. much as i do yeah uh but it, it's really good i'm really enjoying it nice yeah i we need to i don't know you know my thing with tvs and movies you and i do not like a lot of the same things no well i mean because i've told you this before but the world is so messed up phone to be <laughs> If I want to be entertained by something, I'll watch something that you know entertains me and that makes me. Depressed. Even if it's even if it's called by many, the greatest television show of all time, you still won't watch it. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I mean, I, if I'm gonna watch something, be entertained by something, I'd rather be entertained by feeling good about it. You know, Breaking Bad is is the greatest show I've ever seen. I don't want to watch something and just be sad and depressed. But dude, you because won't the be. world is sad and depressing. So do you get really sucked into worlds when you watch a movie or a show? Do you really immerse yourself in the characters and just that world? Because um, I feel like you would have to if you're going to be, if it affects you that much, where something that's sad and depressing in a show or a movie makes you sad and depressed. Which Because this is how I am. This yeah, is how I am. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I media a good example, but I can't. Media affects me a lot. Yeah. It too. really affects me. Yeah, me too. Sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. Sometimes for the worse. Yeah, for me, like I'd rather watch, I'd rather watch a comedy, or something about travel. You know, whatever. Speaking of, um, my favorite television show of all time, which is a Canadian travel show called Departures, which is about. <laughs> I've heard you talk about dude, this show, dude. And every time I'm like, John, why, dude? Listen, <laughs> listen. It is. Awesome. It's basically, it's literally just three guys. It's two on-screen guys and their friend, who's the cameraman, excuse me, director of cinematography. They own this production company and they decided that they're going to travel the world and shoot it as a documentary, but shoot it as like actually real travel. Because a lot of times with travel shows or documentaries, um, whenever they travel, you know, they just show the the good parts, right? They just show the destination and, and kind of the the up of travel um but the cool thing about this one is it's it's it shows kind of the daily grind of like travel and like when things go wrong and 
Uh, it's cool because they traveled for three years, and there are three seasons of, of Departures. But it was on Netflix for a long time. The first two seasons were. Um, but they're just putting it back on Netflix on April 1st, so mm. I'm excited. How pumped are you? I'm very pumped. Of course, I own it now on DVD, so. Oh, do you really? You bought the DVD? Yeah. That's hilarious. Dude, they also have... Um, uh, so the two guys who own the production companies, um, their name's Scott and Andre, um, they actually had... They have had like four projects so far. So Departures was their first. Their second is called Descending, which um, basically they follows the same same model where they, it's just a documentary where they just travel and stuff like that. But it's all um, documenting... Um, under the water, so oh, that's cool. Um, so yeah, so they got they got trained, and they they have another host as well that they met on their travels, um, and it's all just like scuba diving and stuff, and they go and and dive and document like f- never before visited or, or filmed areas, or it'd be like shipwrecks or underwater caves or whatever. It's really really cool. And same thing, they show the good and the bad. So if something goes wrong, they show it as something you know whatever. So wow, it's pretty cool. So it's very authentic. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and they have a, they're filming they're out filming another one right now, which is called uh, To Sail the World. Which um, two of them are documenting. They're trying to um, like life of of traveling by sailboat, which is mm. really cool. Cool. But so that's what we're watching this week. Yeah. What we've been watching. Yeah. That's cool. It is cool. Good stuff, man. Yeah, man. Good stuff. We're, uh, man, gosh, dude, the time just flies, John, when we record podcasts together. We're already at like 50 minutes on this. Really? Already. That is fast. So, yeah, guys, uh, thanks for listening to the 10th episode of the show. We've got some cool stuff coming up in the future. Like I said, with the semester about to be over and summer being here. There's Was this a, the 10th episode? This is episode 10. Oh, wow. This is episode 10. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things that John and I kind of have in the works. Some guests that we're lining up, some mm-hmm. uh, some local people mm-hmm. that we're trying to to get in the door, have conversation with, and it's going to be really good. So if you have any questions or anything for us, feel free to tweet at us. You can tweet the podcast at Lou Culture Pod, or you can send us an email. I actually don't remember the email off the top of my head. It's been so long since we've recorded. Oh, that's true. I can't even remember the email, but uh, I'll put reach that. Reach out to us on Twitter. Yeah, I'll put that in the show notes, or you can just reach out to us on Twitter. And uh, you guys know our personal Twitter accounts now. Yeah. So we don't even need to say that. But I've been tweeting more. You have been tweeting more, and I'm so proud. Because yeah. you were dormant for like two years. I was. See, the thing is, I got real wrapped up in Louisville City stuff um, and doing a lot of work for him and stuff, and, and I need to be able to communicate with with certain people and that's the easiest way to do it is by Twitter. How was the opening game? It was okay. Did they win? It was a draw. Oh, they drew. Okay. Yeah, it was perfect weather though. Um, there was a lot going on downtown and also the game was at 2 o'clock in the afternoon which is the only the only one this season that's in the afternoon. They're all, you know, evening games and night games. Um, so turnout wasn't wasn't as great as we wanted it to be. It was, um, I think 6,800 came out but we, oh, we were expecting a little more like 80... 8,000. 8,000. Hmm. Uh, but also, uh, Bachfest was down in Nulu. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. So Taking a lot of people away. Yeah. Right. But no, it's going to be a really good season. Really good season. I saw a Guy today. Did you? I just waved, said, Hey, Guy. Hey, Guy. He was like, Hey, I'm about to go hit the gym. Nice. So, no. Have you met any of the new guys yet? Mm-mm. No. Just a lot of the old guys just come around the office now. I don't yeah. ever really see. The new guys. Nice. There's a new guy's name is Richard Ballard. He went, He's from here. He went to oh, cool. Manual. Cool. And he plays. He got on the team. That's impressive. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's really First impressive. First homegrown, homegrown player. So. That's awesome. 
Yeah, man, they'll be announcing. A, they're going to be announcing a stadium site the next two weeks. That's cool. That's cool. That's been a long time coming. Yeah. Because I feel like we've been talking about this for forever. Yeah. Well, see, um, they've been narrowing down like site locations, and then right now that they have the property, they're just like closing and going through all the red tape with the city and all that stuff. So, mm. hmm. yeah. Be interesting. Be good, good stuff, season. man. Yeah. Good stuff with with old Loose City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I hope it's a good season. I want to catch a couple games this year. They're on TV. Are they? Yeah. Local. On TV on the radio. Okay. Um, yeah, it's on eight forty and seven ninety KRD, and um, for TV, it's on WDRB hmm. and the other local affiliates. That's awesome. Yeah. Good stuff, Johnny. Um, well, cool, man. Well, we'll go ahead and and put this put this on uh put the screeching halt on this episode of the podcast i can't believe we're clocking in and under an hour this is amazing. hey that's good man um i'm trying to think of anything else man i think that's about all that i've got like i said you can follow the podcast on twitter uh one thing i will say we love it when people support us and the best way that you can support the podcast is to Uh, Go to iTunes. Go to iTunes, type in Louisville Culture in the iTunes search engine, and leave us a review and rate the podcast five stars uh, once again on iTunes. That is the best way you can help us. It helps us with iTunes charts and all that good stuff. So support us that way, and we will love you forever. You know what? How about this? What? Whoever leaves us a review Uh on iTunes will get a shout out on the podcast. Maybe we'll even buy you a shirt. Maybe we'll, yeah. Yeah, I mean, by the way. I we, mean, we'll, we might, we'll have to design one first, but we'll find something out. Yeah, well, yeah, go ahead and anybody. I have, if, I have connections. If anybody would, yes, you do have connections. Yeah. You have a, a workplace. Yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> um, if anybody would be interested in buying a shirt or any other Louisville culture, uh, what, what's the word? Not Apparel, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. If anybody would be interested in buying any kind of Louisville culture, shirts or mugs or whatever mm-hmm. reach out to us let us know because we we might do that if if people are interested maybe if you have a product that you want us to plug on our show and want to send us free things so that we can try it out and plug it on our show we'd oh. be open to that too. or if you just want to sponsor the pod man that too. you can sponsor the show our sponsorships start at one million dollars per, <laughs> per, <right>. <laughs> per host no. Uh, no, we're kidding. Yeah. But for real, if you want to sponsor the pod, let us know. Shoot me an email. Cool. Uh, Gabe Kelly says on Twitter, or you can get a hold of me many other ways. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, again, thank you guys for listening to the 10th episode of Louisville Culture. We will catch you all on the next app. Like I said, we have all kinds of fun and exciting content coming, some cool guests, some cool things we're doing this summer, and lots of cool things that we have in the works. Be looking forward to that. John, is there anything else you want to say? Man, just... Thanks for sticking with it, you know, and and we hope that you stick with it um, now that we're going to be doing it more more often, and we're going to be de- you know trying to go to more events and stuff this summer. So, um, you know, we have a few ideas that we're going to be doing that hint maybe like video blogs or something. But yeah, um, a vlog. So, yeah, so keep an eye out for that. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff, John. Yeah. Thanks All right. for listening, everybody. All right. Peace out.